Welcome. You've discovered the world it's ass. So yeah, um, Solomon and I take the night train. Um, it's actually like the second night train I've taken. You know, the other one being Marrakesh, um, and this one I actually had had a bed. Uh, so I slept pretty well. Uh, woke up in the morning around like seven thirty. The sun's coming up. Uh, we're pulling not into Chiang Mai yet, but we're we're getting there. Um, mm. You know, they serve breakfast or whatever, and. Um, kind of just sit there and watch the sun come up as we're, we're pulling, you know, uh, into the countryside and it's mm-hmm. just, uh, it's gorgeous. Um, it's, it's like what I was kind of the landscape and stuff I was expecting India to be, but like, but not touched by all the <laughs> human crap, you know, like all the litter and stuff. So it was, it was nice to see that. It's like, that's what I was looking for. We get into Chiang Mai, we decide, you know, we can't check into a hostel till like 2 PM. Mm-hmm. So there's no point in paying for like a tuk-tuk or a cab to get us into town. We're like, let's just walk, uh, take our time. We'll find some breakfast along the way. Because the breakfast they served on the train was shit. So <laughs> mm-hmm. um, we're like, we'll take our time. We'll, we'll find a place to eat breakfast. We'll wander through like the old town part of the city. Because we had to walk through the old town because our hostel is actually on the other side of it. We'll see as much as we can of the city along the way. Because we're only going to be there for two days. So we're kind of trying to cram everything in. Um, so we, you know, from like 9 a.m. or something till like 2 p.m., we just kind of wander through the city, see a bunch more temples. Um, again, we see a couple like old temples, like stone temples, and that was what I found much more interesting than the regular temples. We eventually make to our hospital like 2 p.m., check in, and um, I think we just kind of chill out for a little while and uh, eventually we water back into the city, get some food. We don't do much that, that night. Um, Besides, see a couple more temples. <laughs> mm-hmm. Next morning, um, our next to last day in Chiang Mai, we decide to uh, get what they call a red truck, which is it's like a, a covered pickup truck that acts like a cross between a taxi and a bus. It's kind of weird. I still don't mm-hmm. quite understand the the logic behind these things, but anyways. Uh, suppose like the more people you have, the less it costs to get you wherever you're going. But Solomon and I, um, had met a few girls from Toronto that were staying in a hostel and they were interested in going to up to Doi Sutep, which is another temple, like up on this mountain right outside Chiang Mai. So the group of us, we all like hire a red truck and go up there. It's like a half hour and mm. we get there, we see the temple. And again, for me, it's just like, okay, it's another temple, but I'm looking forward to the view from the mountain back down to Chiang Mai. And I go out to the lookout, and it's just, you can't see anything because it's what this what they call a smoky season. Mm-hmm. So it's when all the the farms are like burning off their remaining of their crops or or whatever it is that they burn off. So like everybody does it at this time of year. So it's just the the valley is just like filled with smoke. Uh, mm. So I saw nothing. There's no view, and I was like, God damn it. <laughs> 
So to me, it was wasn't quite worth the the trek and, and the admission and the price for the red truck, but whatever. Uh, yeah. You want some, you lose some. Uh, we get back to the hostel. Solomon and I decide to do. We want to do one more thing this day before, because I think the next day we're heading out. Um, we'd heard about what they call Chiang Mai Canyon. So it's an old rock quarry or something that's been filled in with rainwater. And it's like a popular place for everybody to go and do like cliff jumping. So we're talking to these three guys from the UK that just checked in the hostel and they, they want to go. Um, so again, we would hire a red truck, you know, another half hour, 45 minutes in a different direction out of Chiang Mai. And we get to the canyon. There's, so there's a couple different cliffs. And one of them is extremely high. And uh, the three guys from the UK jump off of that. And nice. I'm, like, I'm like, you know, I don't trust myself enough to keep form mm-hmm. for that. Because I'm looking at how mm-hmm. high this is. I'm like, and if I, if, I, if I lose form, by the time I hit the water, I could really fuck myself up, you know? And right. uh, I was like, all right, I'm not doing that. Um, so Solomon and I, uh, there's like a, maybe a cliff that's maybe half the size. That's like the secondary cliff. So we jump mm-hmm. off of that. Um, and it's, uh, but even that one's high enough that that's, you know, during the, the drop, I'm thinking, why have I not hit the water yet? <laughs> you know, it's like, there's enough time for me to, to, for that thought to occur to me. Um, yeah. but no, but it was good. It was really fun. <laughs> the first time I'd been swimming, I think probably since, I left the States, you know, like since like August yeah. and I almost didn't, I almost didn't jump. Like I almost just went and hung out and took pictures cause I didn't, I didn't have any board shorts or anything. Yeah. And I didn't bring any with me. I figured I'd buy them when I needed them, but I, I hadn't been able to find any. And, um, so, but I had, I had just like regular shorts, you know, but like right before we left, I was like, fuck it. I got to do this. I can't leave without doing it. So I just jumped in yeah. with my shorts felt and all, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but uh, but no, it's fun. It's probably that, that was probably like the the part of Chiang Mai that sticks out for me. Like that, I like that. Um, yeah. You know, the temples, and we did a night market. Oh, we did do a night market, but you know, nothing, nothing that really stood out. But the the canyon was definitely uh, just a cool break from from uh, the norm. So that was Chiang Mai, and then the very next day we're on a, a bus, like a little mini bus, which is kind of like a sprinter van type of thing, similar to what we we took the excursion on uh, in Morocco. Uh, mm-hmm. Holds like eleven or thirteen people. Um, it's a three-hour ride from Chiang Mai to Pai. It's uh, northwest, and I heard we'd heard so much good things about Pai. Like it was never even on the list, but as I started traveling into Thailand and telling people I was going to Chiang Mai, they're like, well, you got to go to Pai. And I kept hearing mm. people say this, so we added it to the list. Three-hour, very windy um, r- drive up this mountain to get to Pai. Luckily, I don't have any problem with car sickness or anything, but uh, yeah. a couple of the people that sat behind us did, <laughs> unfortunately. Yeah. So, no, yeah, a few people got sick on the ride, but apparently that's a very normal thing because... These guys drive pretty fast, and it's like the, the mountain roads are super windy. So we get to Pi. Solomon plans to stay in Pi for a few days. I already have a plane ticket, though, so I, I spend, I'm only going to be able to spend one full day in Pi, um, and the very next day I'm back on a minibus back down to Chiang Mai. Um, so I only have one day, so I've got to cram everything in. 
So mm -hmm. as soon as we get there, we go to Pie Canyon for sunset. Um, and then, um, you know, then we come back into the town. We wander around the town in the evening just to get a feel for it. It's a very small town. Um, mm -hmm. You know, we try some street food, um, have a few drinks, and that's, you know, that's day one of pie. Next morning, uh, wake up pretty early, and we hike up like 30 minutes up north to, to up this mountain uh, to this huge white Buddha statue that's up on this mountain. Uh, it's so big that, like, you can see it for miles, like, just sitting on the side of this mountain. It's actually pretty impressive. Um, mm -hmm. Like, we saw it on the ride in the day before. We hiked up to that. Um, it's quite a quite a quite a workout. <laughs> yeah, it was already Amen. even at like 10 a.m. It was already just sweltering out there. Um, hiked back down, had lunch, and then I'm back on the bus. Um, <clears throat> a three-hour windy trek back down to Chiang Mai, um, <laughs> and again, like three people on that trip got sick. <laughs> it was horrible. <laughs> um, I know. I'm so God, I'm so fortunate that I don't get car sick or seasick or anything, man, because yeah. Uh, so yeah, then I'm back in Chiang Mai uh, for one evening. I don't do much because I don't get in until late. And then the very next morning, I'm waking up at like 5 a.m. to get to the airport, and uh, I have to fly to I have to fly to Bangkok first. I have a layover, and then I fly to Phuket, in which Phuket will actually you know gets gets me into this to southern Thailand, and uh, that's where I'll start island hopping. You can find us online at www.chipjohnsonfilm.com. Click the tab for The World It's Ass. We are also available on iTunes. Just search for us there. We'd greatly appreciate if you subscribed, rated, and reviewed us. You can reach us via email at twiapodcast at gmail.com. Please feel free to send us comments, complaints, concerns, and constructive criticism. Our theme music, Fuzzboxer, performed for us by the lovely Sarah Gregory. We'll be back with more stories of the world it's ass. Can you say bye? Bye. Why have I not hit the water yet? <laughs>